I'm Marty Dodson. And I'm Clay Mills. Welcome to Songtown on Songwriting. All right. Welcome, everybody, to Songtown on Songwriting with Clay Mills. And we are talking today about writer's block. So, Clay, I want to start first by asking you, do you believe writer's block is a real thing? Oh, man. Yeah, because, you know, we, we get this question a lot. But seriously, I heard a famous author one time, I think it was Stephen King, and he said, writer's block is a luxury of amateurs. And at first I was, well, that's kind of harsh, you know, because when I started out, when I was an aspiring songwriter, yeah, I got writer's block from time to time. And a good friend of mine, Rory Burke, was one of the first really good songwriters that I got a chance to write with years ago when I started out. And he told me, he's like, writer's block is, there's no such thing as writer's block. And I was like, what? And he was like, yeah, he goes, anytime you can't write, you're just being too critical of yourself. He goes, you can sit down and write. And he goes, once you start writing and you get the flow going, then, then you got that flow going and then the better stuff comes out. But he's like, anytime you feel like you can't write, just he's like, write anything that, you know, if you're, it's it's only when you're you feel like, oh, I have to write something great. I have to write something spectacular and anything less is a failure. And that's what causes writer's block. I mean, I haven't had writer's block in 30 years and it's not because I'm special. It's just because I've learned how to keep that faucet turned on, you know. You are special, Clay. I mean, <laughs> no, no, special needs. No. <laughs> I have special needs. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think it is. I think it's often we're just so judgmental about the quality. Or, you know, there was a time I had my first number one song, and I went to write with my co-writer of that song the next time after after our song went number one. And, and he said, okay, how are we going to beat it? How are we going to beat it? You know, what are we? And I'm like, it just paralyzed us all day long because yeah. we're, we're going, okay, we got, this is not as good. You know, we got to beat that thing we had instead of just writing, you know, writing something that um, felt good to us in the moment we were trying to compare it to something else, you know? So I think comparison is also a killer. Um, yes. you, you mentioned that it, uh, about the luxury of, of amateurs, but you're right in that, you know, if you and I've been writing for about 25 years and we can't, afford to show up many days and not be on you know so if i'm if i've got a write scheduled i've got to be there at 10 30 and i've got to be ready to write and i can't say i've just got writer's block you know yeah because people are going well you have to do that on your own time because i'm not gonna you know we're not you're not gonna waste my time doing that so what are some ways you and, and I think, you know, a lot of people interpret being maybe feeling uninspired as having writer's mm -hmm. block. But, but what right. do you do when you maybe are just not feeling it as much as you do on other days? Um, I look at the um, mortgage payment that's due at the end of the month. And <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, you you make a great point because we can't afford to have writer's block, you know, if. I wrote with Darius Rucker um, a couple months ago and man, if I just showed up and had no ideas and was uninspired, I don't think he would ever call back. You know, I don't think any professional artist has the, the time to waste. So 
basically what I do is my antenna is always up. I'm always looking for song ideas. If I overhear a conversation in a restaurant or a Starbucks line, or if I'm watching a movie, I got my first uh, number one title um, because in two movies I watched back to back, they said the phrase beautiful mess. And I was like, oh, oh that's wow. cool. So I wrote it down and showed up at the writing session and threw that out. And my co-writers liked it. And we literally just laughed and had a good time and wrote that song. You know, it, well, it took us three writing sessions, probably because we were laughing and having such a good time. <laughs> but it's, you know what I mean? We weren't sitting there going, oh, my gosh, we've got to write a number one song or we won't have a publishing deal. You know, all of us needed a hit to keep our deals. But we we couldn't have written a hit song if we let that kind of pressure build up and so i'm always looking i keep my antenna up and so that i have a stash of ideas hopefully when i walk into a co-write i can pull from that um and then you know you might say oh yeah well you got a title well how do you get inspired to write it i think you just you put yourself in the mood of of the person that's singing the message I, you know i go i'm saying these words to someone and if I can picture someone in my life that I'm saying these words to and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm clear about what I'm trying to say. And I don't know, it just like you sit down and the inspiration comes if you if you're patient and you're persistent with it, you know. I think, too, sometimes people feel like maybe they have writer's block when they're trying to chase something that they don't really love. And yeah. that and that kind of makes you uninspired. You know, it's like if I'm if I'm trying to write bro country song and I don't love bro country that's going to get pretty old pretty quick and and I'm not going to be super excited about it when I go and do the next one and so I think it's yeah. really important to you know find things that you like and you know I, I tell people you know find where you what you love intersects with the market don't chase what the market's doing that you don't love and mm -hmm. you know so if you're writing the kind of stuff that you love it's not hard to get excited about it, you know, and back to your point of being, having your antenna up, I have a database where I have hundreds of ideas. And so I'm, I'm never ever sitting in the room going, well, what are we got? You know, we don't have anything to write about today. What are we going to, you know, just pull out of thin air. And so I can always kind of prime the pump. And I think that's part of the secret too, is like, don't wait on inspiration, learn how to inspire yourself. Yeah. And I mean, you, one of the um, Darius Rucker cuts I got was I was sitting on a tour bus and I didn't feel great. We had just had a number one and I was feeling that pressure to, you know, come up with something. And then I kind of wasn't coming up with anything. So um, when we sat down to write, he said, what have you got? What ideas have you got? And I said, I got nothing. I got no words. And as soon as I said that, I, for some reason, went to my guitar and started playing and singing. I got nothing, no magic words to stop you leaving. And we turned it into a song about a girl that's leaving and he wants to stop her, but he's just frozen and he can't find the words he, and turned it into his next single, you know. And that that's what I mean. Inspiration, if you have your antenna up, 
inspiration is everywhere. And so I took the desperation of, shoot, I'm on a bus with an, a hit artist and I don't have an idea that I'm jazzed about. And I took that desperation and turned it into a song about a guy that didn't have the words to stop this girl from leaving. And that was all about desperation the singer was feeling. So it's just about staying in the moment and listening to the conversation around you and and writing. Yeah, you pull that out by the skin of your teeth, it sounds like. I know. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> but yeah, it, if if each individual, you know, if you can figure out what inspires you, if it, you know, for some people, like for me, if, if I read something that I've never heard it said that way, it inspires me. I go, wow, that's really a cool way to say that thing. And, and that inspires me to want to write something. Or maybe it gives me an idea for a title. Other people maybe find that in dialogue in movies or TV shows. Um, maybe it's in uh religion or meditation or, you know, there's, there's all kinds of ways people inspire themselves, but if you can figure out how to prime that pump and not wait on it, that's going to keep you from getting stuck. If you can drop that judgment piece of, you know, while you're writing of like, well, is this any good? Is, you know, it's not as good as this other thing or, or whatever. If you can keep those negative thoughts out, then you can learn to make, you, you know, you and I teach people, make the muse work for you. You're not, you don't work for the muse. And that's kind of how the approach you have to take. If you want to be a, a pro songwriter, you know, cause publishers or artists and the people you're writing with are not going to take that excuse of, well, I've just got writer's block. I can't, can't do anything today. You know? Yeah. All I know right. Jack Tim Jack Timpson um, said that he and Glenn Fry from the Eagles would sit down and at Glenn's house in the living room, light a candle and invite the muse to join them because they were going to get to work and they just didn't, they knew the muse would show up. And so I think if you're positive like that and you're you're not waiting on the muse to show up, if you're not waiting on inspiration, then inspiration will come and find you. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I hope that was helpful. Uh, maybe there's some things we talked about that next time you feel stuck or you feel like you have writer's block, you can can turn to some of those ideas and get yourself re-inspired and back on track. But a lot of that, I think, can just be done with preparation. You know, don't show up at a co-write with nothing. You know, even if you're not feeling inspired, you can go read a bunch of quotes about life and come up with ideas about songs, you know, songs you could write about life. So there's always something you can do, whether or not you're feeling it. And, you know, there's been days when I've, thought about calling in sick to a co-write, but I showed up and we wrote something great and we got it cut, you know? So I think too, it's important just showing up. My first poster used to say, you know, the first step to writing a hit is getting your butt in the chair. Mm -hmm. You know, he said, show up every single day, every single opportunity. That's a good opportunity for you. Show up whether or not you're feeling it's because something great might happen that day. So that that approach inspires me and uh, you know i think sometimes just showing up is the start of, of getting inspiration rolling all right thanks for being with us everybody we'll see you next tuesday check out the links in the show notes to clay's melody book book i wrote on lyric writing and a book we co-wrote with 
uh, all of them with Bill O'Hanlon on co-writing as well. And uh, we're excited about bringing a sponsor on, Sweetwater Gear. Uh, you'll be hearing more about them each week from us. Uh, but they're Man, I buy them. all my gear from Sweetwater for yeah. 25 years probably. Yeah. Excellent company. And their customer service is off the chain too. So yeah. you'll be hearing more about that. Um, we'll be bringing them on officially in September. Take care. We'll see you next week. We like to leave you with a song when we have one. This was submitted by Corey William Schneider and Craig Greshaw. It's called Four Across the Seat. Be sure to check out the show notes. Tell all your friends. Review and rate the show if you like it. And thanks for being here. See you next Tuesday. In a beat up truck Driving around with nowhere to be Sitting on that worn out one row bench Was mom, dad, sister and me We'd talk about nothing special Or sing along with a country song All our troubles disappeared When daddy turned that engine on Way has that simple life gone? Give me one more chance To relive that memory Back to a time, to a place When life was so carefree Give me one more chance To relive that memory I'd give anything I'd give anything to sit for across the sea. Now I'm married with two kids and drive a Cadillac Escalade. Everyone from the outside must think, yeah, they got it made. Every time we hit the road, Oh, it's clear the times have changed Cause everyone is looking down on their phones Scrolling life away Give me one more chance To relive that memory Back to a time, to a place When life was so carefree Give me one more chance To relive that memory I'd give anything I'd give anything to sit for across the sea. Sunny day, I drove them down bank roads to my old house underneath the maple tree. Underneath the maple tree. In the barn, there was daddy's truck that I fixed up and got running right last week. Yeah, yeah. I got one more chance To relive that memory Back to a time, to a place When life was so carefree I got one more chance To relive that memory I got everything Everything I got everything Cause we're four across the sea Across the sea
again Before across the sea 